The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Time for 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys. Sundays are for football. Um, and that's what we're going to just continue that tradition here. Um, even in the offseason, I don't care. Um, we are going to be doing a show. This is a little bit later. It's 11 o'clock Sunday. Uh, we usually do 10. I was a little slow uh, getting going this morning. But I think we have something here today that's going to be fun. Uh, we started um, this yesterday where we did yesterday's episode was an all offensive team um, mock draft. 49ers have 11 picks, 11 players on each side of the ball. So what this what this does is if you are a person that's totally into the draft, it gives you a different look. If you're a person that doesn't know anything about these draft guys, you don't really care. It's going to introduce a lot of guys to you. So the best player available mindset is something the 49ers do later in the draft so we are wiping clean all of the needs whatever else forget the 49ers roster for today's episode only all we are going to do is draft 11 players on defense a full starting lineup with rookies only they got 11 picks there's 11 players on defense we're going to get two edges two defensive tackles um corners safety all that stuff we're going to fill an 11 man roster with these 11 picks and again we're kind of discounting who's already on the roster for the purpose of who cares about need. Let's focus on the best players available, the best fits in this defensive scheme that has worked. I mean, it was the number one defense, you know, in the world <laughs> last year. And, you know, first in points and first in total yards, which is inc- just crazy. It hasn't happened in a long time in the NFL. So I uh, love all the hashtag CCs. You guys are awesome. Appreciate you guys uh, coming in strong. This is awesome. Thank you, Tommy. I appreciate you. Um, and yeah, I think this would be fun. Uh, Shot J, thank you. He says, like, subscribe, Patreon. I love it. All the CCs. So as we go through this, I need y'all's help because again, you know, as we do this, we are 100%, you know, it, it's, it's an open discussion because the discussion is where we learn right? We'll be using PFF for this. Um, the draft book is out. If you have not already gone and checked that out, head over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash 40 dollars rush podcast, or just Google 40 dollars Patreon. Uh, we're the first ones that show up. As soon as you sign up, you get access to everything, everything, 294 player reports, comps, Big board, all that stuff, it's there. Uh, if you're cash-strapped, you can sign up for a free trial, download it. Um, the book is available, the 49ers Rush Draft Book or the Book of Jod, uh, which I do like that name, but it's way more people than myself. 
uh, that created this, that worked on this. So let's get started. Uh, we're doing a seven round. We're using PFF for this. We got it on turbo speed, turbo speed. There will be no trades because we're going to use all 11 picks. And we're only drafting defensive players, okay? So we're, I don't care if Bijan Robinson falls, which he did not. Um, we are going defensive players only um, in this draft. So uh, right off the bat, uh, we are on the clock at pick number 99. Again, 11 defensive players. We're going to fill out the entire roster. Um, th that is the entire idea. Okay. Uh, big board for PFF, Garrett Williams, the corner out of Syracuse. I'm not on as high on him as they are. Uh, ooh, Trey Hodges Tomlinson. Now that is a guy that I really, really do like. Um, uh, it's funny because, you know, on my big board, we ranked players, you know, one through 294. And so I, I just went and looked at, okay, well, who's 99? Who's the 99th player on my board? It's it's <laughs> LaDavion Tomlinson's nephew, uh, Travius Hodges Tomlinson, the nickel corner out of TCU. He is my number 99 player. So that's value for me, the way I see it. Um, but let, let's see what else is out there. Now, if you are curious, my 99 is Travius Hodges. 101, which the Niners pick at, is Jamie Robinson. And 102 is Rakeem Jarrett. So if you're just wanting to be, uh, you know, if you're curious where they all fit on there, that's what that looks like. Now, we'll say this too. The draft book that we put out, like I gave you all the raw spreadsheets, the Excel stuff that we built this platform on. So if you want to construct your own big board, you can copy and paste and move and all that stuff. We gave you access to that. So if that's something that you wanted to do, uh, that's a possibility uh, for you guys there. Now let's keep looking. Anthony Johnson Sr., um, let's see here. Isaiah McGuire, the Niners have met with. Jamie Robinson, the safety who I just talked about. There's a lot of cats here. You know, we're in the third round. Now, if we're going to look at the most valuable positions, which I think is smart, edge and corner um, on the defensive side of the ball, um, let's do that. Uh, Nick Herbig, edge, Wisconsin. I don't think he's a fit for the 40-hour scheme. Isaiah McGuire is out of Missouri. Carl Brooks, I think, is a DT. Um, there's some decent guys there. Now, PFF is really, really low on Yaya Diaby out of Louisville. I love him. He's a rush crush guy. I have a third-round grade on him. Um, I'm really, really high on this guy. So Yaya is my highest ranked um, out of all of these players available. After Yaya, it would probably be Isaiah McGuire would be next. So if we're looking at edge, Yaya Diaby, who's just made traits, traits, traits. He's a project player. Or Isaiah McGuire, who fits really exactly what the Niners want. This stout, perfect run defender, one of the best edge run defenders. But he lacks... Pass rushing upside. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's that that's kind of rough there. Now let's go check out the corner position. I'll slide over on my big board on here so I can see that. Um, let's see here. I really do like Travis Ho um, Hodges, as I talked about. Eli Ricks. I'm pretty high on Ricks. I've got a high third-round grade on him. Riley Moss, fourth round. Um, Jacorian Bennett. Man, I love Jacorian Bennett. I have him right below, right below Eli Ricks. Uh, Ja'Cory Bennett's a rush crush guy. So right off the bat, I'm seeing a good edge I like. I'm seeing a good corner I like because we got three picks in a row. Um, yeah, and Nick Herbig can play linebacker. I think that's where he's got to fit, but you're kind of missing his strength, which is pass rushing. That's why I think three, four teams will spend the proper capital to go get him. 
But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if, you know, a traditional 4-3 team took him, but I don't like it. Um, safety, Jair Brown, really high on him. Chris Smith, um, Marte Mapu, who is the name that's flying up boards. I love Brandon Joseph. There's a lot of good safeties here. So I'm going to wait on safety. Maybe the third pick of this draft um, I would look at for that. And again, remember, we are wiping the slate clean for the 49ers, and we are just drafting um, 11 starting uh, starting roster out of this, this draft. So uh, that's the whole plan. Defensive interior, man, a lot of guys there that I really, really like. You know, you, you're looking at both the Texas guys are perfect. Jaqueline Roy, I like him a lot too. Um, there's some good guys here. Broderick Martin, you know, he's just a space eater. Jonah Tavai, I like him late. So, but I'm not seeing the value there at the defensive tackle position. Kobe Turner, Wake Forest, I like too. Edge is is key. Edge and corner, I think, are our first two picks. So I want you guys to pick between one of these edge players. I'm going to read their player profiles, and then I want you guys to kind of tell me. Now, Yaya, I'm higher on him than most, and I get it. People see him, and they're like, man, I don't get it. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer? Or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers. For a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. He, he's 6'3, 263. This is Yaya Diaby, Edge out of Louisville. Nine sacks, six quarterback hits, 16 hurries. Um, he's got a good grade in pass rush and run defense designated pass rusher with elite athleticism, natural state strength. Some of the strongest hands in the draft offensive tackles pop back their heads. Whenever he touches them upside, 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 um, you know, like that, that's just what he is now struggles against the run can be a bit out of control. Like he is a flash player for both sides of the ball. Amazing story. He was officially a walk on, you know, fought his way up. Um, earned his scholarship, all those things, and ran a four-five-one in the forty. Like he is fast, burst, elite, all those things. The problem is, he's not the best, you know, run defender. Um, and I, I think that's that's one of the things that's going to get him in trouble. And if we look at the other cat that's available, Isaiah McGuire out of Missouri Edge, six-four-two-sixty-eight. So he's already got, you know, a little bit more stout uh, there. Um, just great everywhere. Uh, 49ers met with him several times. Great run defender. Room to get stronger, maximize his skill set. One of the best run-stuffing defensive ends of the draft. Great play demeanor, motor. Just can't finish it as a pass rusher. He just can't do it. Uh, doesn't have a plan pass rushing. Just runs into the tackle too often. 
but A plus versus the run, 14 tackles for loss. Like, I mean, he's awesome. You look at his tape against Georgia when he played against uh, Broderick Jones, who's going to be probably a top 50 pick. And man, he controlled them just fine in the run game. Uh, he He's awesome. Really, really do like him. So the question is, yeah, McGuire or Yaya? Um, those would be my two picks here um, or one of those. Let's get one of those cats here. McGuire right there, yeah, 31 TFLs and 30. He's a run-stopping beast, man. So if you pair him, again, what's the plan here? If you pair McGuire with Drake Jackson, you're happy. That's a complete player. Yaya's a little bit more like a Drake Jackson in the fact that he's a pass rusher guy. Um, I see right here McGuire's the guy. McGuire first. That's what we're going to do. So our first pick, I got to put this in my notes so that we can keep track of this. We're going edge, Isaiah McGuire at 99. All right, that's our first pick. I like it. Good pick, guys. His average draft position was 97. So now we're on the clock at 101, and I want one of these corners. Uh, Garrett Williams went uh, the pick right after us. So there's options here. Do we go nickel, uh, Travis Hodges, Tomlinson? Do we go outside corner, Jacorian Bennett or Eli Ricks? I really do like both these guys. Let's let's do our draft right up on them just so we can become familiar with them. Um, and again, like, gosh, there's so many studs in this draft. Like, this draft is built. This draft is built um, for day day two and day three. It just really, really is. Eli Ricks, Alabama, 6'2", 188. He fits exactly <laughs> what you know the new DC wants in a corner. He he just looks the part. He really really does. Gave up zero touching touchdowns all year. Um, his thing is his frame. You're getting frame and awareness. As with most Alabama secondary players, they're really good. High cut, long as can be. How you create a corner from scratch? Fluid, tall cornerback. Marion at the line of scrimmage is easy. Fills routes and coverage will match receivers. Um, third and forced incompletions needs to add some mass, but he's pretty solid. Now, the one issue that you could have with him is he does have some injury concerns, which could cause him to slide. 2021, it was a shoulder. 2022, it was a back. Um, transferred from LSU, so he's been with LSU, amazing secondary. He's been with Alabama, amazing secondary. Um, and he was an academic all-honor roll guy. So that's Ricks, and I, I like that. Now, Ja'Cory Bennett, a little bit different makeup. 5'11", 195, so three inches shorter, but way more stout, right? He is compact, and he fits a little bit more of the the mold that you want out of the corners that we've had, right? So will Wilkes continue that six foot two hundred like threshold? Because this guy checks that completely. Um, gave up zero touchdowns this year, two interceptions. His thing is speed. He is a pure speed guy. Um, he tracked at twenty two point nine miles per hour um, on a GPS tracker. Ran a true four three, like a four three flat. Like this guy could be the fastest corner in the NFL day one. Uh, explosive, flashes physicality, hitter, tackler, pure speed, acceleration, game sees easy to him, plays everywhere. He had 81 snaps in the slot, 532 outside, 67 in the box this past year. So versatility is good. Tackling skills good. He's a little too grabby. Um, he did have a lot of penalties, 13 penalties in the last two seasons. Um, he did the best. And this is why when I fell in love with him. Wide receiver out of Purdue, Charlie Jones, just gaslit everybody <laughs> in the Big Ten. Like, it didn't matter who they were. He he had no problem. 
the biggest issue that he had this year that I saw was with Shakorian Bennett. Um, he still had a great game, but most of his success wasn't against Bennett is when he, he was going against the other Maryland corner. Um, I like him, man. I, I really, really do. Um, he is just speed, 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 and just fun. Like he jumps off the, the tape to me and just gets me excited. Um, he just gets me excited. So let, let, tell me which one you want out of those Eli Ricks, Jacorian Bennett. And then again, uh, we do have, you know, if you wanted to throw in the nickel corner, I don't value the nickel corner over these outside spots. So that's why I'm not including that there. Shot chase says I want Bennett slot corner can be found later. Ricks need an outside corner here. Um, or we could double up an edge. Let's look at that at the next pick because again, we've got back-to-back picks here, but one of these, I want a corner. I really, really do. Uh, Greg, it says Wilkes runs mostly zone. Um, Unland who left with Ryan's like man coverage more, right? Well, the Niners led the entire NFL in zone coverage last year. Um, I expect that to, that trend to continue. I don't think that's going to stop. Um, so, uh, what's up CG? How you doing? We got Ricks, 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 no luck for trice. Uh, I do like trice. I didn't have, I wasn't as high, um, on him as a lot of the other cats were, but I mean, he, he's, he's fun. I like these guys, but I didn't like them. I didn't put them in that, that same category. I really, really didn't. Um, so Rick seems to be the vet. I love it. We're going Rick's can't go wrong with that, man. So we're out of here with the first few picks and man, we've got an edge. Now we've got a corner. So Eli Rick's corner, Alabama at one one Now here we are with our last pick. We don't have a pick for a long time after this. So now we've got to look at and see what's available. What's available. Um, let's see. Greg, says is young from Alabama. The defensive tackle, I assume is who you're talking about available, man. I didn't like him near as much as others, but he is gone. DJ Dell is there. And I actually kind of like DJ Dell almost as much as Byron young from Alabama. Uh, there's two Byron youngs. There's one in Tennessee, the edge rusher. Everybody's like, he's gone. Um, and then there's also a Byron young. There's two Caleb Murphys in this draft as well. So <laughs> um, yeah, Shot J says Rick's better not fall apart. And again, constant reminder, we're picking 100, right? This is 102. So you're getting, I don't want to say flawed prospects, but questionable prospects. You can pick apart any player in the draft. I could do it with the top five pick. In fact, ESPN and NFL Network, they do that all the time, right? Now, once you jump down to 99, 101, 102, you're not getting perfect prospects. And whenever you look back into the draft uh, past years, you can kind of see the hit ratio, not just to the 49ers, which has been really good across the NFL. Like you are getting every single one of these players has an issue, whether it's height, weight, and speed, whether it's, you know, injuries, whether it's academics, character, production, you know, upside. These aren't perfect prospects because if they were, they wouldn't be going at the end of the third round, right? So, yeah, Rick's injury history is a concern. It really, really is. Will they take him off the board? I don't know. If he was fully healthy, you're talking about a middle second round grade. We got him 99. I don't mind taking the gambles on the back end. Uh, John says if Garrett Williams was there, would you have taken him? No, I don't have Garrett Williams as high as PFF does. I have Ricks and Jacorian Bennett um, higher. So um, let's see here. Patrick, he says, what are your thoughts on uh, Ojamo for your Longhorns? Seems to tick the IQ. He ticks every freaking box there is, man. You know, it's 
Texas, the Big 12 is weird. couple things, okay? Big 12 teams, they're really hard to evaluate because they don't play the NFL game. They literally have three-man fronts, and it's not like a 3-4. It's a 3-3-5 or a 3-2-6 a lot of times because it's all spread. And so whenever you're grading offensive linemen like from OU, which they got a lot of guys, or defensive linemen from Texas, which they got a lot of guys, it's, it's difficult because you have to you have to project because it's not a carbon copy of the technique or the scheme or any of those things that you're going to see. Now, whenever you're talking about Moro Ajamo, um, the defensive tackle out of Texas, I freaking love him, man. Um, Wayne is really high on him as well. Wayne Breezy, 6'2, 292. Okay. So you're looking at, you look at this guy. He looks like a tight end. Like he is fit, man. He is incredible. And he just does everything. Pass rush, he has an 84 grade. Run defense, 91 grade. Like pass rush win rate, 18%. Like he is just explosive, explosive, explosive. Ideal defensive tackle build, short and stout, very long arms, understands how to use his length well, flashes on tape consistently, um, can take over a series by himself. Like he's NBA jam is what I typed in, right? Like, oh, he's heating up. That dude makes a play. Everybody feeds off of it. He makes another play, like consistently. Again, I've seen every single snap of this kid since he was a senior in high school. Um, built like a freak, um, very fluid, good bend for a defensive tackle. He is not your traditional, you know, run-stopping three technique. Uh, he's a B-gap player, so he plays outside the guard, 252 snaps last year. Um, super high motor, violent, not the anchor guy that you would want. So he's not your 330-pound guy. He's much more of your, um, shoot, uh, Maurice Hurst, right? That type of player, not your huge anchor. Now, another thing that I love about him, he's academic Big 12 every single year, seven-time Big 12 commissioner's honor roll. The dude's just awesome, man. Like, if if you continue your trend of, okay, how is this guy going to miss? And you look at Ajamo, he's as clean of a prospect as you could possibly dream of in the third round. Just understand, he's never going to be a short a goal line, third and two. He ain't going to be out there. That's not why you're subbing him out. This is a second, third, fourth down player. He can play first downs, but short yardage, that's just not his thing, right? And so, I mean, just his frame alone, the body mass alone just isn't there. Um, and so, yeah, fun, clean. There's zero red flags on this guy. Uh, I like him. I, I would be very, very happy. Uh, right here, Ishmael says, I go Moro. I, I think that's awesome. I like the other defensive tackle better. Yeah, so again, now you're talking Kenneth Coburn, um, Keandre Coburn, sorry, 6'2", 332, right? So they're the exact same height, but there is literally 40 pounds difference. <laughs> like they, he's huge, 22 years old, 45 career starts. He, he showed up to the 40 acres and started right away. Like strength, and he's just strength, man. Huge, get off is great, more of a nose tackle type player. Um, and the thing is like, he collapses a pocket. He doesn't go like, <laughs> he just goes straight or to the side. Like, that's it. He's a rook. If that makes sense, there is no bid. There's no anything, but yeah, like they're both going to go at around the same area. Uh, just depends on your flavor uh, to be honest with you. Um, I, I, I don't mind that at all. Um, 
Yeah, right there. Flip the coin on preference. Yeah, Shot J nailed it. Um, what's up, Big Papa? Glad you're here, man. Sounds like Mo Hurst, Malik Jack. Yeah, that's exactly right with Ojamo. Um, and then you're getting a Hassan Ridgeway type with Coburn. So defensive tackle, I would have no problem going here because you're getting an absolute stud. We've got to get two. And if you just joined us, this is we're filling out a full defensive lineup. We've already got Edge Isaiah McGuire. We've already got a corner, Eli Ricks. So my question would be this. I think Ojamo, um, I'm higher on. I think he's cleaner. I get it. Ojamo, or we go back to the corner position, and we go back with, you know, we just fill our outside corners, and we go Ja'Korian Bennett, who's still there. So th that those would be my two options that I'm going to put out there. I'm going to see what you guys have to say. Um, you know, would you rather go corner here and just stack our outside corners and just be solid? There's a lot of nickel guys I like late, so I don't want to go. Even though I do like Travis Hodges Tomlinson, outside corner is just so big. So corner or defensive tackle here, I, I don't have a problem with either of those. Uh, ooh, we got Mapu. Greg says, uh, you know, he's the linebacker safety combo that's flying up boards. And I'm just going to be really honest with you. I watched him. I did not do a full write-up on him yet, so it's not included in my um, our draft book. I did 294, man, 294 players, and sure enough, uh, we're going to miss one. Uh, I, you know it's going to happen. It's just what it is. Greg has said, I'd go Mapu. Um, yeah, you know, you look at the safety position. There's some studs there. I just, I'm similar to the 49ers in the fact I don't value the safety position. I mean, I would go Jair Brown or Chris Smith if I way over Marte Mapu. I, I don't think that they're close. Uh, one, I don't think Mapu's going to be playing safety either. Uh, I, I think that he's going to move inside. I think he's kind of a nickel or a linebacker is where you're going to want him. But, you know, you've got Blue Bloods here, which I would prefer that take because it's way less of a projection. Not that I don't like Marte, but man, Jair Brown, Penn State, Christopher Smith, Georgia, good gosh. Like, you don't have to project much. You really, really don't. Um, so, oh, what's up, man? We got somebody all the way out from Tel Aviv. What's up, Noam? Glad to have you here, man. Um, Shot J says, if those are my choices, I'm taking Ojamu. Um, quarterbacks have it rough with way more. Uh, Moro Ojamu says, Ishmael, what's up, man? Love it. So there we go. You don't have to fight me on going D-line. And a Texas guy, yeah, I'll take it. So, we walked out of our first – man, I, I like how we keep addressing positions of value, right? So we go Edge, Isaiah McGuire, 99. Then we went Eli Ricks, 101. Then we went Moro Ajamo, 102. And so we are building up front, and we're focusing on very, very important positions, okay? Now here we are. We're back on the clock in the fifth round, number 155. And, you know, it's interesting because Corey Bennett's still there. Uh, Corey Tri's still there. Starling Thomas, who I really like, still there. Uh, it's going to be really hard for anybody to show up more than Ja'Cory Bennett. His ADP is 126. He's still there at 155. I just, I, I'm sorry, I'm taking, the value is just too much for me. Um, I, I love this guy. I, I would have been happy taking him at 99. In fact, I would be stoked if the Niners drafted him legitimately um, at 99. So I'm taking Ja'Cory and Bennett, corner out of Maryland, just maybe the fastest guy in the NFL that loves to tackle. So now we got both our outside corners, um, Eli Ricks and Ja'Cory and Bennett. 
I would have no problem with those two guys, like in a true NFL, like it's not going to be a top tier corner tandem, but man, I love this. I love this. Um, so um, re really, really happy about that there. Um, he says, don't pass up Bennett again. Yeah, I did it. We got him. We got him. So now let's look. Let's see here. We don't have a safety. Marte Mapu's still there. Now, is he a guy that you think is going to be able to play with his, you know, his body? 6'3", 216. I don't think he's a safety. I think he's a linebacker. Um, I think he's going to kind of bulk up to do that. He played safety there, but again, I, I just, I, I don't know if, you know, we're, we're going to be okay or any team's going to be okay with him being a safety. Where would you put him at? I, I think linebacker, I think he's a project player. The Niners have consistently gone after these type of body types, bulked them up, moved them inside. Uh, DFF's an example. They did it with the other cat from Alabama. What was his name? The safety. Oh, I can see it. Ah, uh, what is it? I'm going to be mad at myself now. But anyway, like, I, I think that's the type of player he's going to be. Um, free safety under Gibson. It's possible. It's, it, that's, it would be an absolute departure from what they have done in the past. But I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. Jared Maiden, thank you. Patrick West, he came through and saved me. You're the man, Pat. Um, like, like, I don't mind it. I liked his tape. Do I think fifth round, that's about where he should go. What other positions are available? Let's look at the true linebackers that you wouldn't have to project. Uh, there's some studs here. D. Winters. You got uh, Mikael Jones, Charlie Thomas, Cam Jones. I like Cam Jones out of Indiana. Uh, and I'll be honest, like linebackers wasn't one of the positions that I went all in on just because I was like, man, I just don't see the need there for the 49ers. Uh, D winters is definitely my highest ranked uh, linebacker out of TCU. Um, <clears throat> I, I like him a lot. I, I really, I have a fourth round grade on him. So that would make sense there, but I'm sorry. I just do not value off the ball linebacker. I don't value safeties. I value edge. I value defensive interior. There's a lot of cats still here. Uh, edge position, Villami Feoko, Jose Ramirez, Yasir Abdullah, um, Ochan Mathis. I think he's going to play a little more linebacker. Lonnie Phelps. You know, you get into this position, there's not a lot of differentiation between those guys. There's really not. Now, defensive interior. Oh, okay. Now, this is, now, this is a guy I want. More than anybody. And that's Jonah Tavai. He is just I freaking love him. I, I don't I don't know what else to say. Um now there might be some other guys that are still on the clock that I have ranked higher than him. Uh Jaqueline Roy, is he still on there? I thought I saw his name. No, he's not. I like Dante Steels. He's there. I do like Jonah Tavai. Both those are 49ers uh rush crush guys. Uh, Jared Clark, he's kind of that big bodied, whatever Broderick Martin, again, those 330 pound just beasts are available there. But man, I'm sitting here looking at this and I would have no problems whatsoever taking, you know, any of those defensive tackles, Dante Stills or Jonah Tavai. They are just so freaking fun, man. Um, yeah, Yasir Abdullah is still there. He's an interesting player for me. I, I want to go through my write-up on him because, you know, he's 6'1", 237. That does not exist 
<laughs> it just doesn't exist. Um, and the edge rusher in today's NFL. Doesn't mean he can't do it. He had nine sacks last year. Uh, his explosiveness is off the charts. Four four seven speed. Yeah, burst, elite athleticism. But, man, he, he just does not exist. That doesn't happen. Great pass rush production. Bottom of the line physical traits. Uh, very explosive speed and burst. Plays like an edge rusher, but built like an off-the-ball linebacker. Lateral quickness is good. Like, role-specific player. I don't mind... Dude ran a 10-5 in the 100-meter dash. Like, this cat doesn't make sense. Now, we're in the back into the fifth round, and so, like, I'm cool with it. It's just, gosh, man, I, I just, I, I don't know. <laughs> he's he's just so, he's just so different. Uh, I, I don't really know what else to say there. But we've got a lot of guys, and so let's put it up there. Let, let's let's give you. I'm going to give you three names, and we'll see. I'm pretty sure I know who's going to win. Let's go, Marte Mapu, uh, Yasir Abdullah, and let's go, Dante Stills, the defensive tackle out of West Virginia. Uh, he played edge, but I think he's going to move inside at the next level. So you know, let's do one of those three here. We've got an edge, safety slash linebacker, Marte Mapu. Um, Yasir Abdullah's the edge, and then Dante Stills right there. Uh, and it, it's it's weird, you know, because once you get into this fifth round where the Niners have excelled, let's be very honest, this is where they dominated. But, man, you're, they're dart throws at this point. Like, if you could get, you know, you have three third-round picks. This is our second one. If you could go through and hit on one of these guys, then awesome, right? Um if not, you got 11 picks. You got to make something happen. Um, you really, really do. You you got to hit on something. What's up, Jay Shaw? He says, John, uh, from NorCal, but working at, uh, with the UN based in Brussels. Wow, incredible, man. Appreciate what you do. Uh, keeping the peace, man. I freaking love it. Um, so appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. And, yeah, let's let's right here. Shot Jay, I like this. He says, if I'm being safe, go defensive tackle. Uh, if I'm being weird, <laughs> dare to be stupid, go with Yasir. Um, and, and I'm going to be honest with you, like the cleaner prospect, 100% out of all three of these guys, like I'm a Tony Gwynn guy. Um, I want somebody that's going to play, and that's Dante Stills. That dude's playing. Uh, he is incredible, man. His story's incredible. His family's incredible. I freaking love him. I really, really do. Now, guess what? Yasir and Marte Bapu are still available. So uh, we, we've got those guys. Now we got to decide there. So we got Dante Stills at 164, I believe it was. Um, now we're on the clock. This is our last pick for 100 or so you know, spots. So, all right. Now, again, look where we are. We've already got three out of four defensive linemen. We've got two corners. That's what we've got so far. Um, dare to be stupid, uh, to be stupid, which I am greatly. <laughs> I love this. Um, yeah, I think Yasir, I, I would, if I was choosing between Yasir, Abdullah and Marte Mapu, I'd probably go Yasir just because I value the position more, but Marte Mapu would have a much faster role to playing time for sure. Um, and yeah, you can put him at linebacker. That's fine. But man, the linebackers are stacked there. But for today's purpose, we're focusing on best player available. 
You know, if you look at the PFF rake of these guys, Yasir's 138, Mapu's 139. You look at the average draft position, Yasir's going 170, Mapu's going 28 picks later. Right? So we're, we're, we're drafted to fill this whole team, Ishmael. And he says go Mapu. Now am I put I'm putting him at safety. Um, uh, so that's we're gonna we're gonna put Marte Mapu, which I'm cool with. He's number 173. No problems there. He's our safety. Boom. We got a super crazy high upside project player, um, which I don't mind in the fifth round. <laughs> Look at this. Yasir's still there. <laughs> uh, the the board is falling our way. Uh, and so I'm not taking any discussion here. We almost went with him, what, 50 picks earlier? Um, and he is still there at 216. So now we have our entire defensive line set up. Isaiah McGuire, Yasir Abdullah are our edges. Moro Ajamo and Dante Stills are defensive tackles. Man, I feel pretty good about that. I feel really good about that. And now we're sitting here. We've got four more picks to go, and we have the least valued positions left to address, which is the way it should be. Off-ball linebackers, nickel, safety. We took care of our outside corners and our D-line first. I really, really did like that. Good job, guys. Uh, real quick, just want to remind everybody, um, we will be live um, days one and two of the NFL draft. While the draft is on, we will be live here. So if you got your TV, you turn the TV on, you mute that, you listen to us, and we have these online discussions um, how the NFC West is improving, not improving, should the Niners be trading up, what that looks like, all those things we're going to be tracking. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, just kind of prepare yourself to spend Thursday and Friday with us for the draft, and we're going to take care of you guys. Uh, Mapu taking Gibson's spot after Gibson's. Yeah, not this year. Uh, Gibson's the guy, no matter what. But yeah, he, you would sit there and then he'd move on. Um, and so, yeah, you know, th this is an issue, Shaw, with every single mock draft machine or simulator. He says, all of my mock drafts on PFN end up with Mapu and Scott not being drafted by other teams. Scott, I could totally see that. Daniel Scott, uh, free safety out of Cal. It's big boards. Everybody's got different big boards, including the simulators, right? So, like, that's, again, I don't even have Mapu on mine because I finished it, and I was like, man, I'm not going to be able to go back. I'm not going to hit my deadline. Like, that's just the way it goes. And, like, I ranked 294 players. The 49ers last year finished with 180. I think it was, like, 178 players on their big board because they'll throw names off. I don't throw names off. Um, if, they're, if I could throw names off, there's certain guys that, Keyshawn Boot, uh, yeah, he would be off that list big time. Uh, Brandon Cox Jr., yeah, get him off this. Brian Cox Jr., like, there's certain guys that I would just throw off the board. Like, I don't care if they're in there, there in the seventh. I'm not drafting them. So, all right. Oh, what's up? Melissa says she's going to be at the Met Life draft party. That's awesome. That's cool. That's going to be a good time. Melissa, that makes me very happy. Hope you have an absolute blast. Oh, Taylor Mays, man, I think it too. Uh, when you talk about Marte Bapu, I, I, I think the same dang thing. But you're talking about we got him in the fifth round as opposed to a second round pick that the Niners took Taylor Mays. And so that's a that's that's my thing. Oh, Sid says, I have my book of John 40 Irish Rush draft book with me. I love it. That is awesome. That is awesome. Um, okay, Niners are on the clock. Pick 222. We need two linebackers, a nickel, and a safety. 
So let's go check out the linebackers. And again, I, I'm just going to be very open and honest. This is my least researched position. Um, I, I graded 24 linebackers. So, um, I, I mean, I did the work. I watched the tape. I did all those things. But I, I just wasn't – I don't think the Niners really are going to be in that position. Uh, but that's okay. Let, let's see what's available. Uh, let's see here. Cam Jones. I do like Cam Jones, but I've got a six-round grade on him, which is fine. Charlie Thomas, I have a fifth-round grade. I have him above, actually. Uh, he is my highest-rated linebacker out of Georgia Tech. Let's go Yellow Jackets. Uh, Little-known fact, I got accepted to go into Georgia Tech, and I was going to walk on at their football team uh, and change my mind last minute. Uh which was, you know, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, very, very close to being a, a Georgia Tech yellow jacket. Charlie Thomas, 6'2", 216. Um, he's a coverage linebacker. That's kind of speed and burst are his best traits. Undersized, limited upper body strength, but great coverage. Like, he is a coverage linebacker. Could even be a safety. I mean, 6'2", 216. And so the issue with him is, he needs to develop physically to put wherever it is you want. Do you want to add bulk and him be like a first, second down linebacker? Or is he just going to be like, you know, your number three Sam backer? Is that all he's going to do? Um, if you're wanting kind of your, you know, just your complete whatever, Cam Jones is probably going to be your guy. And I think we do need to go. <laughs> linebacker here just because we're getting you know on that back end uh, Cam Jones 6'1", 226 and you know kind of similar he's built small but he is a great run defender I mean explosive tackler in the box NFL frame to play middle linebacker good run support he's short and he missed most of 2022 with a foot injury but he's awesome man uh, he's going to be a first and second down player only at this next level. Um, and so, yeah, I think with the way that this exercise is unfolding, the fact that we are filling a roster, right? Cam Jones, I feel like almost has to be the pick because he's going to be our guy that's calling plays. He's going to be out there, and I like that. So I'm taking Cam Jones right there at pick number 222. I like this. I like this. We're, we're filling needs. Man, they got Jake Hader dropping to the seventh round. Uh, but we're just doing defense, obviously. That's disrespectful. Safety position. Oh, man, we got a lot of guys there. Uh, I wouldn't mind going safety here. Quintel Johnson, safety Memphis, Tyreek Jones. I, I don't think we could do uh, Tyreek Jones. He's huge. Jaden Woodby, uh, AJ Finley. Let me look at my... Who's my highest graded? Might be Tyreek. Yeah. It might be. No, Quindell. I've Quindell Johnson. I'm just going to be honest with you. I really did like him. I don't know where to put him. Okay. Quindell Johnson. 6'1, 195. Um, he kind of does there. He had four interceptions, five pass breakups. Like, and he's great at run defense, but he misses tackles, if that makes sense. Transitions well from coverage, close on the ball. Maybe the best run defending safety in the draft. Very good instincts, quick, fluid, uh, breaks down in space, does take poor angles, uh, but pure speed. Uh, and so, like, I, 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 don't, I don't know where he's best to play, but I'm telling you right now, looking at our roster, I've got a fifth-round grade on him. And... 
I don't know if I want to put him at nickel. I don't know if I want to put him at safety. But this dude could just kind of play everywhere. So I'm going to go Quindell Johnson, safety out of Memphis, uh, right here. And I'll pencil him in at the safety position. But if later on when we're trying to draft a nickel, because now we only have two spots left, we got a linebacker and a nickel. If we can't find a nickel we like, we can just draft another safety, and then we can force him inside to that nickel spot. Does that make sense? Um, which I'd totally be cool with. I, I wouldn't mind that at all. So uh, Shot J says, what nickel corners are left? Uh, let's go to that. Bum, bada, bum, bum, bum. Man, this is fun. I, I, I just think these type of practices are similar to what NFL teams are currently doing. Uh, that that's just the way that it goes uh, because they're trying to figure out like, okay, well, if we do this at this pick, what do they do at that pick? And, you know, does this open us up to something later or does it close us off? And it's just this constant, just going through and talking through these things and figuring those things out. Um, let's see here. Khalif. Oh, right there. Khalif, uh, Hallisey, Western Kentucky, the fighting Hilltoppers. Um, he is a nickel guy for me. I have a six-round grade on him. Let me pull up his, his write-up. Now, again, I got a type. 6'1", 200. Uh, 13 pass breakups. Like, and he's he's aggressive. Three sacks. He, he has no problem. Fluid mover. Decent speed and length. Physical. Can shed defenders and work off blocks. Good anticipation. Savvy cover skills. Good hustle. Puts himself into the action all the time. Finishing intimidating attitude. Willing but not a threatening tackler. Plays too high. Good shuffle corner. Can play everywhere. Transferred from Oregon after two years. So if you're sitting there and you're talking to me about like, man, you know, who's somebody? Nick Jones is there. But again, I I, I have Khalif higher than him. Let's see here. Is there anybody else that's showing up that I've got on my list? No, I, th I think it's him. 100%. I'd be very happy. And I think he fits the Niners. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like I really do think that he is a Niners type guy. Um, and so we're going Khalif Hellasi at pick. What number are we at? 253. All right. 253. There we go. So I, I'm totally cool with that, man. We filled out our secondary. We've got one pick left. That's going to be a linebacker. Let's go back to the linebacker. Charlie Jones is still there. So I think we're that's that's a simple pick for me. Um, because I think that he is just such a good coverage guy. And so what he would do is he would allow our other linebacker, Cam Jones, to just stay inside. He would be the mil the Mike guy, and Charlie Jones would play that will role where he would run vertical with number three. Uh, you know, he'd be the the coverage guy and all that kind of stuff. And so we're going to get butchered by the grades, I'm sure. But let's go through our team um, real quick. Defensive line, Isaiah McGuire, Yasir Abdullah are our edges. Defensive tackles, Moro Ojamo and Dante Stills. I love that. That's the strength, right? If we did anything right, it, defensive line is, is legit. We got an amazing run defender in McGuire. And then we've got, you know, three high-energy, little undersized, but... Guys that can go after and get it. Linebackers, Cam Jones, Charlie Thomas. Um, our corners, again, probably next strength. Eli Ricks, Jacorian Bennett. Safeties, Quantrell Johnson, Marte Mapu, and then Khalif Hallisey 
was our nickel. He's got to kind of come in on different plays. Now let's look at the grades that we got from PFF. I don't really care too much about this. Isaiah McGuire, B+. Eli Ricks, B. Ojamo, C+. Ja'Cory and Bennett, A. Yeah, that's a freaking – that's probably my favorite pick as well in this draft. I'm fine taking Ja'Cory and Bennett real time, real talk, in the third round. Like part of me thinks Ja'Cory and Bennett's going to go early uh, before the Niners are even on the board at 99. We got him at 155. Dante Stills, we got an F. I don't know why. Mapu got a B. Yasir, A+. We waited on him. He kept falling. Cam Jones, A. Quindell Johnson, A. Khalif, B+. Charlie Thomas, B-. Uh, grades were pretty good. Our offensive one... <laughs> Our offensive one was really, really, really bad. Uh, but that's okay. I, I, I don't mind bad. Uh, so, this was fun. Uh, I, I thought... Man, I just don't see it. Greg says you might be able to get stills in round seven. I freaking love his tape. Experience, a lot of starts, can play outside, can play inside. My favorite thing about stills, and I'll keep saying this, I don't care if he – you put Dante stills on 32 teams in the NFL, that dude's getting snaps. I don't give a damn week one. He will be a part of a defensive line rotation early. Um, but, yeah, I, I do not see him last. If he does, that's great, and it could happen. I watch his tape. I've watched Big 12 nonstop. That dude shows in every freaking game. Um, I just don't see it. And he's got the bloodlines, which is a big deal. You know, the dad played, the brother played, the grandpa played. I, I just, I, I don't know. I can't see him slipping whenever he has no red flags whatsoever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Shot J says, give the Patreon trial a taste. You won't regret it. Now, speaking of which, man, he set me up nice. Thank you. We do have our Wednesday 1994 Patreon watch party. We're going to be on Zoom. Uh, we've got the 49ers versus the Tampa Bay Bucks, the old creamsicle uniforms, Trent Dilfer, Hardy Nickerson. We're going to have a good time with that. So that's going to be this Friday uh, at 530. Uh, excited about that. We just spent like an hour and a half watch old game. And you see – the old players and the old uniforms, and it's it's a good time. We, we always have a good time. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Uh, a very unique way, perhaps, of looking at this draft and fulfilling needs. The fact that Niners have 11 picks is crazy. They are late, but they're going to get some studs. It's going to happen to just where and when. That's the issue, right? Thank you, guys. Really appreciate you guys as always. And until next time, you guys know what it is. Stay strong faithful.